Thanks for listening to the Friday Live Extra from NET Radio, a weekly podcast featuring arts and humanities in Nebraska, and an online-only feature we produce in conjunction with our weekly radio show, Friday Live. I'm Genevieve Randall. This week on the Friday Live Extra podcast, a series of art exhibitions will open one Monday after the next for a month. That's at UNL's Eisentrager Howard Gallery in Richards Hall on campus. It's part of MFA thesis exhibitions. And the first one is open through March 26th. The second one runs March 29th through April 2nd, and so on and so forth. The artists featured in the very first run also have a Q&A March 25th from 5.30 to 6.30, and they join me for a bit of warm-up Q&A right now, I guess, for this interview, Katie Bosley and Julia Legend. Welcome to our podcast this week. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you. So I'd love to hear just a little bit about yourselves, um, your areas of interest, what mediums you like to work in, uh, and, and where you're from, et cetera. Let's start with Katie. My name is Katie Bosley. I'm originally from Clearwater, Florida. I uh, received my BFA in ceramics from the University of Florida. Found my love for clay when I was in undergrad as an art student um, and have pursued that passion and, and kind of moved all over the country to pursue different opportunities in the ceramic field. Uh, for many years, making more functional pottery, coming into graduate school at UNL, which has an incredible ceramics program, um, and am now here three years later finishing my graduate degree, um, my MFA in ceramics at UNL, um, making clay work that's still related to the vessel um, and exploring all the things I've worked on over the past three years here. Julia, how about you? I don't know if I have that good of elevator speech. Um, my name is Julia Legend. I grew up in a small town, Norton, Kansas, which is only about three hours away from here. And then from there, I got my BFA in painting from Fort Hayes State University, which is also in Kansas, in Hayes, Kansas. And then I came here right after, just one after the other. Um, and I am just yesterday received my MFA in painting here um, and I found my love for oil painting while I was at Fort Hayes and then brought it over here. At Fort Hayes, I found that I really liked um, exploring details and paintings, but I didn't really have the space to do, to do so here, there. And then I came here and I was able to do what I wanted and I was able to explore more. Um, really fantastic, really fantastic program here. Honestly, in any department, Come here to get your MFA. Katie, I'd be interested to know how many pieces you have on display in your part of this show. So my thesis exhibition called Slowly But Surely um, has 10 ceramic pieces, all made out of porcelain, all high fire reduction pieces that range in scale from about nine to 10 inches in size, smaller bowl forms, um, to larger pieces, including triptychs that span up to 40 inches long um, or kind of larger. So when you're talking about those triptychs, it, listening on a podcast or on the radio doesn't really give you an idea. Could you describe that for us? I have smaller forms that may range in nine by four inches, bowl forms with raised feet, um, something that can be viewed from all different uh, perspectives, 
to larger triptychs of series of vases that have dimensional pattern designs, as well as interior spaces that can contain flowers or could stand alone as a sculptural piece. And Julia, how about for you? You mentioned painting, so I'm assuming you have a number of paintings. Yes, I actually have hundreds of paintings in the gallery right now. Um, Only 11 pieces, but hundreds of paintings. I have one piece that is a daily painting piece where I paint, you can see it behind me. I mean, this is audio, so you can't, the (laughs) listeners can't see it behind me, where I paint my birth control every day. And I've been doing that since November of 2018. So there's over 800 pieces. Oh my goodness. 300 are in the show. And so you can see those all lined up. They take up a large amount of the gallery. And then I have a few other pieces and they all relate to time. They're highly detailed paintings relating to time. You get a chance, come see them. Julia, it's interesting to me. That makes me think of a lot of things many people may do just in their daily lives on their phones. We use our phones or either an iPad, some sort of digital medium to track so many things. I think if we had to sit down and enter one piece of information, you know, for an entire month, let's say, it would take a long time. So when you're creating these little tiny squares I see behind you as we chat here on Zoom... Are you doing one per day or do you sit down and do a bunch at a time? How are you tracking these? I paint them one per day right before I take my birth control. So the painting has to be done before I take my birth control. It's painted from life, one per day. Interesting. Why did you make the decision to actually create the painting juxtaposed with the event you're tracking? I was inspired by this other artist called Peter Dreyer. And he painted one glass of water every three days. And he did that for 40 years. So there are thousands of those glasses of water. And I saw images of them in a gallery. And I was just really inspired by the monumentous amount of paintings. And I was like, I can paint a painting daily. I can do a painting every day. And I started thinking about things that are significant in my life that I do daily. And my birth control came to mind. It does so much for me. Um, Gives me freedom, regulates my menstrual cycle. And so I started painting my birth control every day, actually that night, the night that I saw his paintings. Katie, I have some questions for you about repetition, because you mentioned with your pottery that you'll do something like a triptych in the porcelain. Are there little subtle differences when you're creating your porcelain pieces? Can you repeat something exactly? Or are there always going to be differences? Something that's always present in my pieces is symmetry and repetition. I have always had an interest in um, symmetrical designs and the mesmerizing quality um, that pieces with that type of symmetry can create. I also work to engage light and shadow with the work I make by making my pattern and um, surfaces really dimensional and um, working to repeat either a pierced area or carved decoration, um, as well as in the case of a triptych, a form that would be repeated three times um, to create these um, very balanced compositions, thinking about the way that I can draw a viewer in um, with that kind of 
sense of order and structure. It's something that I've always been, appeal I found appealing in artworks, very mesmerizing, the quality of Islamic tile work and the way that the repetition really vibrates and you can stand there in front of a piece for a long, piece of a long period of time, taking in all that information and getting kind of lost in that uh, act of observation. So definitely that repetition is a very important and very consistent part of the work that I'm creating in these vessels. It's always interesting for me to hear from artists about their individual inspirations for their work. But then it's also interesting, the two of you have these very different points from which your artwork is coming, but it seems like there's some connecting thread too. Um, how much of your fellow students' work do you each get to see or be a part of? And how much does it influence the work that you do yourselves? Our work is very, uh, not obviously related, but we are thinking about very similar things, but just in different ways. She's doing ceramics, I'm doing painting. Um, but I think it just kind of happened that way, especially with the pandemic, we haven't been able to see a lot of our peers work. So we have like, each program and I see a lot of the painters work, but I don't see a lot of the other works and you can make that choice to do so. I may mainly stick to painting, but others go around different departments. So it just depends. I would say Julie and I are dealing with a lot of similar approaches to making. I think we're both incredibly focused on detail um, and repetition, maybe in different ways. For me, it might be um, formal components or pattern in designs, whereas Julia has this incredible sense of ritual and repetition that happens in her work. Um, and that attention to detail, absolutely, in her really realistic paintings and in the precise repetition in my surface designs. And then across the whole department, we have really incredible grads doing such a diverse group of works across different mediums or even within one department, different things are happening. And there's that amazing opportunity to be inspired directly by your peers, mm -hmm. um, definitely looking different with COVID, but being able to connect with that community and make in a space with others has been really incredible. So since this is a podcast that we're listening to, people may hear this after the two of you have your Q&A session. But as we are speaking, this happens later today. Are all of the artists doing that with their exhibitions as the weeks go by here? It's really up to them. Mm -hmm. I think most of them are. So keep an eye out for it, everyone. And they should be blasted via social media and the the school emails them out, um, but it's really up to us, and we chose to do one together, um, and I think most of the artists are. Yeah, typically when uh, things are not in a COVID world, there would be opening receptions with each exhibition, um, but they've given us the opportunity as the artists to decide what worked best for us. I know the UNL website and Eisentrager Howard website lists all the specifics about when each artist might be doing a virtual tour or an artist talk. Um, and I think most all of them are doing some sort of opportunity to be able to either see or hear about the work that they're exhibiting. When someone is looking at one of your pieces, what are they looking at in terms of, of time? What led up to the finished product? Katie, you want to start with that one? Sure. I've always had an appreciation for incredibly detailed work, specifically because of the craftsmanship and investment of time that goes into the making process. I really assign 
value to this effort that the artist is putting in and the skill that's gone into the creation of a piece. So the works that I make really celebrate those things that I value um, in making works that are rather involved, maybe have complex forms that are brought together in less traditional ways and surfacing with repetition that really speaks to my investment in time into making that piece. And I hope to communicate the care that I have for that object and allow the viewer the opportunity to, to maybe treat that object with the same care. My average pieces maybe take an investment of, God, 40 hours, 60 hours. Some pieces I've done over the span of two weeks, some over two days. Um, but there's always a really intense attention to detail, which is a true investment of my time into the making process. Julia. I've got you there in terms of hours. Other than my pills, which take me only about an hour every night, um, my pieces are usually a month of at least working on it for like six hours every day during the weekdays. I usually take weekends off. But um, so they take at least a month, sometimes months. Um, and you can really see the time investment in every stroke when you're looking at my works. Well, I just want to say to both of you, congratulations on your MFA exhibitions. Thank you. And of course, congratulations to everyone whose work will be displayed over the course of this month. There are four rounds of MFA thesis exhibitions in the Eisentrager Howard Gallery on the UNL campus. And we'll have a link to the details on the Friday Live page of our website. I've been talking with the first two artists in that round of four, Julia Legant and Katie Bosley. Thanks to you both so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a joy. The Friday Live Extra is a weekly podcast from NET Radio. Production help from Dave Hughes. Our theme music is by Alexios Anest. You can learn more about people and groups involved in arts and humanities in Nebraska by listening to Friday Live, broadcast statewide each week on NET Radio, streaming audio and video online at netnebraska.org, and also available as a podcast. I'm Genevieve Randall. 